everybody. It's your boy Josh Collins. Here to represent the Fitness Brand Podcast. We're first to sell the food. And it's my vibe right now, man. I just want to come on and say how grateful I am for everyone that's tuning in, everyone that supports, everyone that, you know, sees me out and about and just say thank you for the podcast. You know, just want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for the moment. Thank my wife for just allowing me to make time for this. You know, we sacrificed a little bit, or a lot, actually, just to come out and do this. You know, my brother Courtney, because this this goal, this dream could not happen without him. Um, and yeah, man, and anyone that's going through something, just know we're, you're in our prayers. And just know that it's temporary. Everything is temporary except change. And God will change the circumstances with his power, his his mercy and his grace will prevail. So I hope that reaches you. And once again, I appreciate each and every one of y'all. I'm about to give my man Courtney a call here in a second. Oh, shame on me. I gotta thank my boy Nick Lay. The one the on the ones and twos. Make sure our sound is right and we got a little soundboard and all that good stuff, man. So Shout out to my boy Nick Lay. Y'all can't hear him. He don't got a microphone. And he just made me some uh <laughs> he just made me some eggs. <laughs> some good eggs. So let me call my man Courtney. Let's see. Alright, alright, alright. Okay. We connected. Let's see if he answers. What's up, cuz? What's up, man? <laughs> we recorded. <laughs> yeah, good, man. Let's start it off, man. What's up, everybody, man? Milk versus Solid Food Podcast. Powered by the Fitness Works brand. Yep. Your boy, C. Douglas, has joined the conversation from this weird 260 number. <laughs> it's all good, man. Oh, yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah. I had to, I couldn't use my phone because I got the music playing in the background from it. But uh, I started the podcast off, man. Just thanking people, thanking our Lord and Savior. Uh, uh, who else? Y'all go listen to it. You'll, you'll hear it. But, yeah, this, this started off grateful, man. And, you know, I got the music in the background. That's what it reminded me of. It's being grateful. Um, yeah. Then, you know, we gave you a call. Shout out to Nick Lay. Just made your boy some eggs with the salsa. Shout out to you, Nick. Yeah, man. What's up, Courtney? Yo, Courtney, you there? Oh, Nicholas Lay. Nicholas Lay. Nothing. What? Uh, what is? What's your password again? One three one three. Um, Courtney. What happened to Courtney? Yeah. I know. My bad, y'all. You're calling back. Yeah. Yeah. Was that me or you? That was you. Man, we're going to blame Nick phone because that's what I'm using. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, my bad. No, I was just saying um, I started the podcast off just, you know, just being grateful, thanking people, thanking support, 
Um, you know, praying for those that are, you know, just going through something right now, some some little struggle. And I say little because it's temporary. God will prevail. You know what I mean? Through God's uh through God's might, man, everything is temporary. So that's your that's your circumstances as well. So that's how I started off, man. And then we gave you a call. That's what I said. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, 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 man. What's up, man? Nothing much, man. I'm just, as, as you called, man, I was commentating on a uh, post, man. This uh, fighter by the name of Lomachenko, man. <laughs> uh, and he, and this, it, he bugs me because, man, we got a good common friend, Josh, <laughs> guy, Fox, man. And he swears up to the moon that this dude's the next. The next Muhammad Ali, a yeah. lot of gas behind him, man. Yeah. So I just had to straight, set him straight in the of a lot of people in the comment section. Let the guy be great, man. It's just politics, you know. You it is. It's like for me, you don't do this for you know for Teofimo Lopez or Shakur Stevenson. You know they, they you know they don't gas them like they do him. Yeah, and he hasn't fought anybody really, in my opinion. So. I, you know, let these people be great, man. That's one thing I don't really like about boxing because it's not commissioned. You know, you got to wait around for fights to build up. And once the outcry, the public, you know, takes his toll, that's when they want to make the fight. So that's just what I was doing on my end, man. So is it – and and we, we love boxing around here. We love sports, but we love boxing, by the way. But so is it the structure that gets you, man? You don't – like the structure – the politics and, and involved because it kind of forces you. They're trying to force Lomachenko on you. And basically, and, that, and they don't need to, well, they, they don't need to with him, man. That, he he has it all, bro. He does. He got my respect when he came out and he said he was studying the Roy Jones juniors, the, uh, um, what's my guy, James Tony, yeah. um, Pacquiao, uh, you know, people of that, of that, he studied already, man. So he already he, he has the goods coming in. But you know, it's like you said, man. It's like force feeding the Tyler, man. Well, that's I'm what corporations do, no. though, man. Right. That's exactly I'm, what I'm, corporations do. They force. Uh, they force. Look at the music business, man. There's there's marketing dollars that they put behind a song. They they can they can make anything hot on the radio. They you know they decide they decide what they want to push. You know what I mean? Same thing with TV. Same thing with the narratives from from the the media. They push whatever they want to force upon you. Then you know, media creates the narrative. We all people know about that saying. So we we in that time, man. You know, and and you know, this is why we got this podcast too to talk about stuff like that and how we want to. We don't want to conform to that. We want to have our own thoughts about what we like, not. Not what they're trying to force us on. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm hearing. Right. Yeah, like. That, I mean, and it's exactly like, man, like, let me put my own food on my plate at the buffet. Yeah. You know, that's what it boils down to. You yeah. know, I want to, you know, I want to make sure that I want to eat what I want to eat. You know, if I acknowledge it and it catch fire, that's what it is. But like you said, man, it, and going into that, that's why a lot of people, they have a lot of emotions stirred up from envy and they get anxiety and depression and jealousy, all of that wrapped in one because you're looking on the outside in. Okay. Well, this artist, let's take for a hypothetical. 
Okay. You know, our, uh, Cardi B is hot. But there's a lot of marketing dollars behind her where you got a girl in the neighborhood that got lyrics and bars and cut from that cloth who really puts it into yeah, their when craft. When the engine get behind you? really get no spin. But when, when the engine get behind uh, yeah. you, man, it's on, you, you on every major uh, commercial, billboard, Instagram dollars is being pushed behind you. They, they're, you know, they're force feeding the public. And I don't want the mixed uh, vegetables on that, on that toddler tablespoon, man. I'm shaking my head. I don't want that, man. And it, you know, and all of our mouths are covered with applesauce, bro. We ain't consumed it, but we like that little kid in that, in that high chair. I don't want that. So that's just the time we in, man. Yep. Just what the times we are, man. So other than that, man, we uh we missed out on the week, man. But we didn't well we, we missed a lot, but not really. I yeah. guess from a secular standpoint, man, we it's a big tragedy hit the hip hop community, man, with the passing of Nipsey Hustle. Um a, a lot of news behind that. Um what else, bro, did we miss? I, like I said, I my, my feed, man, I, I turned on a lot of the uh News feeds from Bleacher, uh, Washington Post, Bloomberg, so on and so forth. See, York, I've been New off York of Times, social media, LA man. Times. I've been off. Like, I've been off. Been? Like, that's why, like, I purposely, man, like, it, it, I'll get on sparingly. And, like, I got, like, two minutes to do something when I'm on. Got you. Because I'm, I'm on a, I've been on a limit. And, like, honestly, it's only, like, twice out the week. So like I'm, this is me trying to control, you know, uh, control my thoughts and control my time, just my time, because um, right, you know, it kind of goes back to what we were saying before, like man, for, uh, social media has been forced upon us. So this is me. All right, I'm, I kind of need it in my field, my job. They want me to use it, but I, I got to control. I got to find control. So I've been off, man. I mean, cut you off. I just, I've been off. Like I got on today, messed with you and Dante, but I got off. You know what I mean? Uh, one of our homies, that is. I, I got off, bro. I've been off. Yeah, man. Me, I'm still. I don't know what my average time on the uh, screen is, though. But um, that, uh, what, well, what, what do you consider social media? The three main ones: Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram. That's a good question because I think it's different for people. Uh, for me. Um, uh, for me, the main ones that I just suck at is, or I'm so, I'm consumed in is Instagram. Um, not so much Twitter, but I put a limit on there just in case my, my addiction tries to go over there. Cause you know how it is with ad- addiction. Like you, you cut one thing off and want something else. Um, gotcha. so just in case, but yeah, just for me, those two Facebook ain't even, I ain't even interested in Facebook. Yeah, you know, we talked about that, man. <laughs> I'm that's, not like even a, interested. that's like family page, basically, <sighs> man. Like, like for me, I wouldn't even include, like, um, like I said, like for me, I don't, I, I have channels through uh, the little Apple apps or whatever, like the little news app, and then in there, inside of hey, that, there's channels that. or whatever. Yeah. So I got like Bleach Report, CNN, Apple News, Spotlight, Fox News, ESPN, Money, Economic, uh, Economy, Bloomberg, Sporty News. Uh, news top stories and then uh, things of that nature, man. So I'm I'm in touch, but I can control the articles that I see. And then I may get on and see what's going on yeah, on the brand man. page. Uh, follow us at Finish Works Brand. 
on Instagram and Facebook. And then, you know, my own personal account, you know, I, I, but I, I mean, like for me, they'd be like, man, you can have, you know, a thousand or 2000 followers. I'm like, I don't even know 2000 people. So I'm cool with the little 150 people that I follow. Cause like, you know, my wife was like, yo, yo, feed kind of boring. Like, bro, all I follow basically, I got a couple of pastors I follow. What is boring? Uh, I, I, I would have to ask her. I, my, I guess from what my feed is, I only look, I only find things that interest me. So, you know, me, you know, I'm in the cars, of course, I'm in the sneakers, I'm in the fashion, um, I'm in the comics, sports, and that's it. You know, mm. I kind of sound like Mike from the wood. You know, I like sports and that's it. But that that's it for me, man. And I follow like 158 people that like 277 followers that I really don't know of. And I mean, all right, so be it, you know, and, and that's me, man. But I, I, I didn't get on there for, I did it initially. Hey, I, I think I can get 10,000 followers, but I don't, I don't want all that. What, what was that? Wasn't that in uh, kind of like in Proverbs 30? I kind of, I'm going to paraphrase. Um, but uh, oh, it might have been 31, though. But remember, the, he was the guy, and it wasn't Solomon, but it was a guy who said, I don't want too much and I don't want too less. I just want enough. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I, I want that with everything, too, man. Like, I just want what I can handle, man. With right. So I, I get that. I can't handle no a million followers. I can't. There's no way. No way. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. No way. No way. That's too much. That's why anxiety is high. That's why depression is high. You can't handle all them. And you caring about what everybody, you invested into the world of social media and and you're invested into what people are going to say about you that you don't know about because, and that's a lot to take in and a lot of people talk about being nervous on the stage. You got people that's nervous just to post something on Instagram. You know what I mean? And this, yeah, doing the most. And it's a, it's, you know, it's on a, it's on a. To me, this is a greater scale. Instagram's a greater scale than it is, you know, going on stage to talk in front of some people. To me, I mean, because it's consi- you know consistently it is, but yeah, man, yeah, man. So I, I know we we missed last week. I put out a. Uh, I put out a um, a podcast with uh, my man Terry Collins, and uh, y'all go check that out too, man. Called the College Report. Somebody I work with. He's a um, he's a sports performance coach, a personal trainer, a dad, husband. No particular order, by the way. He's a basketball coach for a for AAU team now and a uh, high school here in the city. So. I mean, just somebody I've, I kind of, it's kind of been like my big brother over the past three, three, four years. So he's he's helped me out uh-huh. tremendously. So y'all go check them out. We got some stuff in store, man. Um, on the college report and um, yeah, man, we yeah we missed a week though, but I think I think it's right on time. I think it's yeah. right on time. It is, it is, man. And then uh, you know, um, quick backdrop, man, on that too, man. I, I listen to a little bit of the uh, podcast as well, man. Check that out, man. Especially for you know you guys that are in high school as well, too, man. And just sports or just high school, period. It's something in there that you can glean from, that you can apply to your everyday life, and as you look forward to the future, man, of getting out of high school as well. Yeah, um, we, a lot of good information in there. Thank you. We um, 
Yeah, I gonna spill the beans. I want to so bad. We got some good people coming on, man. That's gonna, yeah, that's gonna surprise you. We got some people coming. Most on, definitely. Man. I'm not sure you later, Courtney, because I haven't told you yet. Forgive cool, me, cool. I, I am eating. Shout out to my boy Nick because these eggs are scrumptious with the salsa. Oh, yeah. I'm over here. Eating black good. beans. No black beans today, just eggs. No, no black beans today. Yeah, Nick put his hands up like, no, not today. Not today. I take it though. I take it. Oh yeah, all day, man. Man, yeah, man. For for me, ahead. bro, I was, uh, you know, man. You and I talked earlier this week, man. I was a little, I was a little, I was heartbroken, y'all, man. I, I got a route, man. Oh yeah, talk about that. Um, talk I, about that. I will, man. All right, so y'all listen closely. I might be able to. Y'all might look at me crazy after I say what I was gonna say, but anyway, <laughs> it's kind of impossible, man, for a person in my line of work as a mail carrier, because everything's seniority-based. Like, when most people think, like, you just apply for the post office, you just get on. No, you don't get on. You become a temp until the route comes available for you. When somebody retires, then, you know, they'll turn us regular, is what they call it. Well, anyway, long story short, I've always believed, and I know this for certain, that God has always shown me favor. So when I apply for the post office, it took me about eight and a half months to turn regular. Mm. normally it takes anywhere from three to five years to turn yes. regular. So I turned and then I got a route, uh, within another four months at the station that, uh, recruited me, which is circle city, which is downtown. If you follow us on the page, finish works brand, you always see me downtown by the skyscraper. That's where I work at. Dope place to deliver melee. Well, anyway, the route that I had had a Friday y'all. So I always remember some of the old timers telling me, hey, man, when the city bid comes up, you can look on this packet and they'll have a list of different uh, routes throughout the station, you know, throughout the city that you can bid on. Well, me, I want a Saturday off, man, because I want to be able to be at yeah, home. Yeah, tell me your schedule, man. Your schedule is crazy. Yeah, yeah right now, um, a lot of people are retiring. And right now, um, we're not looking too good on, you know, top 100 places to work at you know and like people that say they want to work they don't really want to work and i think that goes for more than just my my line of work but just in any field but just a lot of walk-in you gotta it's a lot of that you have to really pay attention to well anyway we're not really able to hire a lot of people and a lot of people are calling off i work at a retirement station so my schedule is uh monday through saturday one day off a week which is sunday mm. And I'm working anywhere from 10 to 12 hour shifts. Back in, uh, I want to say Christmas time, it was 13 to sometimes 14 hours. That's how bad it was, just, you know, just having to get all the mail up. Well, anyway, long story short, the, the route that I have currently has a Friday off. I want a Saturday off so I can be at home with my children. My children are playing sports and also to work on the brand and travel a little bit with Jay so we can, you know, get some more things off the ground. Well, long story short, I took the picture of the route that I wanted from a carrier that retired. I had a Saturday off at my route. I didn't get it. I ended up putting some, I ended up mixing the numbers up and got a completely different mm. route. So in my mind, if I'm at the free throw line and I'm up three and I can really ice the game by hitting two shots, if I miss, if I make them, hooray. If I miss them, hooray. They're not going, I mean, I'm still good. So what I mean by that analogy is, if I were to if I was to get that route, I got a Saturday off. If I don't, I'm still on my route because familiarity or well, familiarity is stronger than love. 
when it comes to your flesh. Because you're so used to doing the same thing over and over, you're comfortable. Now I'm on a completely different route at the same station. Now I have rotating days. Appreciate you, Nate. <laughs> I got uh, I got I got rotating days off. So now I get the weekends off every uh, six weeks. So, um, but what kind of smooths it over is I got bumped up. Uh, I just checked today. Me and my wife looked. I went up a few grand in salary. Okay. okay. Like literally. Okay. Like I went up a few, like a couple grand, like in, in salary all over, all together. So that's the, um, that's the plus side to it. But I'm going to see, and, and the routes I have are pretty easy, but you know, I was looking for that Saturday. So the next bid sheet comes out Tuesday. I'm going to look on that sheet again and try to grab me a Saturday. Absolutely. So let's turn this, let's, let's uh, find some resolve. So, um, one for those like I get asked all the time, man. When this coming out? When y'all gonna do this? When the next logo? Like, listen, that man Courtney just said he worked anywhere. He was, he works twelve, ten to twelve hour days and holidays. He's working. You said fourteen hour days. Uh, that was back in the holidays. St- uh, still, no, we're, we're working. We're working at least nine to ten hours a day. Now. Still. Uh, six days a week. Mandatory. And I'm mandatory to work on my off day because we're so short. Six days a week. You do the math on that, okay? So, plus three boys, most importantly his wife, you know what I mean, and try to be a man of faith. So um, I got to read. I got to eat. Yeah, I didn't even got into like the, the you know, the, <laughs> like the little details. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? Bathe. The tedious uh, needs of the body. Yeah, I didn't even get into that. Thank you, Nick. Um, so, and here, here he is trying to fight for. He's fighting for his family, man. He's fighting. He spent his for his time with his family, and he made a mistake. So, most people, you know, they can curl into a ball and cry, or you say, "All right, God, I know if I if I did make a mistake, you hear, and if I do make a mistake, you hear." So, what do you do now, Courtney? Oh, I keep working as on to the Lord. I'm still going to keep integrity, keep my character right, and still perform my job to my best of ability, right. though. But best believe when Tuesday comes, <laughs> if I wake up to see it, I'm going to look back on that sheet <laughs> for sure. and look for another route that got be so I can be around my family, um, so I can be around, of course, Josh, which is why I got my family up north, Josh and Denisha and Ori. And, uh, you know, my, my folks up there so we can accomplish and knock some things out. And hopefully that might um, deter me being mandated. And I also add this, too. I'm willing to sacrifice familiarity to go to a different station yeah. to get the day that I want off. And most people would be like, well, you might have to go to the east side. Well, my hood pass is valid. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm faster so- than the dog. <laughs> I put that on my life. I cannot run the dog. If you give me at least five feet, and I, cause like me, my head is on a swivel as a mailman. If I, if I hear the leaves go across the street or the chain or a fence, I'm already on top of a car. Like where he at? You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm quick on my toes now, and I don't even sag no more. Shout out to Mr. Brown from Harding. Thank you, man. I don't sag my pants. 
Now I know why mailman shorts are so short. Oh, you got to be prepared to run at any moment. So my knees can't be showing. And I be having them oiled up and Vaseline up <laughs> so you the boy ain't out here white. But I'm always prepared to run. So if I had to go to a different station on, on whatever part of town, man, I'm prepared. My side game will be on point. My all-black Reebok leather joints will be polished. <laughs> and I'm out here with my cowboy hat on, man. That, that look. Come get me. Oh, that's what I meant to put. I meant to, uh, I, I screenshotted a picture on one of my little two-minute uh, time time limits on Instagram. I saw you with the cowboy hat and a do-rag on. And I screenshotted it. I said, if your mailman ain't looking like this, he ain't waving. I I forgot to post it, though. Well, I couldn't post it because, like I said, I have enough time. I'm going to post that bad boy, though. Oh, my goodness. Always prepare for the wave. (laughs) Always prepare. Uh, We'll get on that in a second, man. Um, No, I I think that's cool, though, man. I know you made a mistake, but I got to prevail. And, you know what I mean? Yo, through integrity and 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 the fruits of the spirit, you'll find you're just very personable, man. You, I can't. I just know you, you're gonna do well, and I, I do believe that Saturday will open up for you, man. So you can go see your, your kids play ball. I appreciate that, man. And and let me add this in now, and we'll move on too. Yeah, you good. The Saturday that I was getting ready to take on, the route was pretty ugly. Like the route that right. I have is, is gravy for me, Got but it. I will sacrifice uh, being chased by dogs. And most people be like, "Well, they have a lot of cats on that route." I'm like, "Have you been on the south side of Indianapolis? <laughs> Those ain't cats. Those are not cats. Those are bobcats. Those are cougars. Them little cats are very good, man. They eating all the possums and ro- rodents and everything, man. Them cats as big as dogs over there. Goodness, I get ready to mace them that time." Goodness. So, um, the route I was getting ready to give up, man, it, it was it was an ugly route. But just for that Saturday, y'all have no idea because we all automatically get a Sunday off. So that's guaranteed two days I will have off back to back to make moves. You know, because in my mind, bro, I'm like, man, you know what? You know, me and the wife, shout out. And we down to three debts now, man, to knock out. Hey. Hit, that, hit that applause oh, oh, button, for man. sure. We, we down to three. We are down to three debts to knock out. Hey, man, one, so one, with us, one time for this boy, Courtney, man, down to three debts, man. I'm down huge. to three debts, man. Dave That's Ramsey, huge, be proud. right? So, so, hold on, and I'll let you I'll let you uh, finish real quick. So, I mean, knocking out debt, working 12-hour, 10-hour days, sometimes 12, knocking out debt, fighting for what he wants, made a mistake, got to go to a route that he's unfamiliar with, but he's still pushing, man. And I'm just using this for, like, parables and analogies, however you want to take it, you know, for whatever you're going through. You you just you keep pushing, man. All right, you messed up. Okay, get your butt up. You know, talk about it. Talk to a friend like Cordy did, me on the phone. We laugh about it, you know, pray, and then we, we keep it moving, man, because we know God going to prevail. God going to be with you whether you, you know what I mean, whether uh, you're in a boat during a storm or you eating uh, – Honey, locusts and honey, like my man John the Baptist, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Good times, bad times, he's going to be there. So, yeah, man, yep. I, I think that's dope. And I think it's dope that you're down to three debts. Like, I mean, again, you say you can see the light, right? Yeah, I can see the finish line, mm. man. And now with this, now with God's plan, now I just got an increase that I, I, I didn't even look for. 
on on my salary. That's gonna help make that shovel a little bit bigger. Oh, hold on, man, my, my, dirt out more. my wife just got a dollar too. Let me a dollar extra, man. You know where she working at, man. Let me. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> you know we've been we've been putting money back like crazy too. That's what it's about, man. We got ideas and stuff, but before we can, we gotta we doing what we can with the brand, but we gotta put out. Um, you know, we gotta take that. care of the house first, man. Yeah, we gotta yeah, yeah. we gotta sweep the porches off before we can really invest because the priorities wouldn't be right, man. To be having collectors and then you can't, you know, but you're trying to put out a brand, man. Thinking, all right, well, if I get the brand up, man, but all that money is being recycled back through the brand anyway. And and there and, is and no we pay. and we don't own no debt on this brand, right? Exactly. So we, that's a, this is family power. So. If we did, um, let's just say we <laughs> use a credit card for this this brand, man. Every dollar we would make would go right back to the creditor. You know what I'm right. saying? And so on we, top of trying to buy merch yeah. and other supplies, it's like putting another plate on the bench press, man. So for, I'm already lifting the debt I got now. Yeah, I got to add another plate onto this and and, and push up. No, I'm cool off that. Yeah. So I, you know, I get people ask me too about um, you know, they ask me about like starting t-shirts and stuff like that. So I would say, just save up your own money. You know what I mean? And and front yourself. Don't don't go. Please don't take out no. We in a different time, man. We in a time where you can do stuff on your own. All you got to do is to save up your bread, bro. Just save us some money, mm-hmm. and um, shoot, don't go, man. I go take out no loan for no for this. That's what that's for anybody, man. Yeah, I wish somebody would have told me this when I was, man. If I was somebody young, because I took out a loan, man, to hook up a vehicle, and I got, oh, yeah. I, I did so much with a credit card, man. Stupid tax, man. But and I'm gonna keep pushing though, man. And yeah. and and like I said, the route that I got. It's the T six run, which means I'm a I'm a basically it's called a bobber, a bobbin run, which means um, I relieve five people from their routes throughout the week. So I, I I do more than one route, but all the routes are easy, man. I'm on the IUPUI campus. Okay. You know I'm do, I'm doing the hospitals. Uh, I'm in the the rich part of the neighborhood downtown where I see Rolls Royces and Bentleys. Wow. I haven't seen a Bugatti yet. But I have seen Ferraris and everything, brick roads. I'm like, I'm still in the heart of the city. Wow. And then my guy Price, the Regency Bank building, which is like the third tallest building in the state, uh, I get to ride the elevators on that. So it's a better trade-off than the ride I was on. Wow. But once again, familiarity to the flesh is stronger than love. Mm. That I firmly believe in. But, yeah, man. But we're gonna keep pushing though, man. So yeah, add patience with us, man. Um, right now I think our I think our main goal for the brand right now is really just to push the finish works brand. We want you to see that 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 logo script or that font on the t shirt more, then we'll be able to release the collection though. So as long as y'all keep seeing this finish works brand on t shirts, on hats, on sweats, on compression, crew neck sweaters, yeah. baby diapers, baby onesies. We're going to push this name, and then once, you know, we, we feel comfortable that enough people know who we are, then buckle up because yeah. we coming after that, and you we, know? We got a nice little logo, or our second logo that's going to be sweet. Um, it's just sweet, man. You don't got to spill the beans, but 
just for like anyone new or you know just to build some some content man you want to talk a little bit about like the next logo like just because i can't even explain it and i try to but it's so majestic divine is that the word yeah those are the words yeah i guess we can use that I, i'll go into it man and then we'll, we'll we'll go ahead and break for the solid food part after oh this. let's just go straight through let's go straight through why not straight through yeah we go straight through all right, well, the second logo is, um, I would say, Endgame. Shout out to the Avengers on this. But I would say it's, it's the it's the final piece, but then we'll go backwards and, and break down the Bible, man, using um, various characters, animals throughout the Bible. So the last piece that we're putting out first, which is going to be the first logo, you have basically, if you ever read the book of Revelation, not with a, <laughs> uh, ass at the end. Revelation. Yeah, Revelation. <laughs> and it's the re- revelation of Jesus Christ. So um, there's a lot of metaphors and similes. The book, to me, is not really meant to be understood or trying to crack all the symbolisms in it. It's just meant for you to be in awe. Because at the end of that uh, chapter 20 or 22, he says, If you know, I hear that, that's Nick Lake computer about to blow up. Sound like a shotgun. <laughs> I mean, it sound like a. Uh, <laughs> AK or... Oh, yeah, like when you stick a ruler inside of a fan, a portable <laughs> fan, and you hear the blade smack against it. Yeah, that's what you got on. Yeah, Nick. I don't even know you thought team, of that. We're going to get you upgraded. We'll get you upgraded, Nick. Goodness gracious. But, um, that was funny. But uh, in Revelation, um, the Bible says that Christ returns as the, as the Lion of Judah. So that's a symbolism. So we have a lion that's on fire... Because when you hear John, which was one of the disciples uh, in, back in the Gospels, uh, when he was on the island of Patmos, he had a he, you know he was taken up in the spirit to to heaven basically, and was revealed the revelation of who Christ was. So this light that he was in front of was Christ. This light was ultraviolet, looked like he was on fire basically. So we took that portion of the fire, smacked it on the lion, and then he beat Satan. So Satan is known as a red dragon or a red snake. We have the lion crushing his head underneath his paw. And he's doing like this super-duper Mufasa roar, growl type of thingy. He has a breastplate on. um, And he just looks super-duper cool. And that will be the next logo that will be on the shirts. We got wolves, lambs, goats, sheep, rams, doves. Um, I'm doing something with Adam and Eve. Uh, John the Baptist, wolves, of course. Uh, we're going to tell the story, man, of the entire Bible on shirts. Uh, each one will be a collection. So three shirts with different collections, man, that will uh, bring the idea to fruition and we'll continue to move on. And then um, after that, I'll just start doing some crazy things, man, with the culture, man, putting mics and Yeezys and phone pauses on some of the animals, man, and just really using those images um, as metaphors, man, to bring people to read the Bible. How, how do you, you know? How do you get this? These ideas, um, and I, for, like, you know what I mean. How do they come about, man? How do these ideas come about when you're reading the Bible? Oh well, they right. So then that's the key thing. Like when I read the Bible, my imagination just goes wild because sometimes it feels like I'm not even reading, even though I am. It's like my mind goes into a trance. Like I'm actually in the story seeing it from the outside as it's being played out. Like when uh, Rebecca or, yeah, I think it, it might have been, it was a prostitute in the book of Joshua 
that uh, helped uh, despise rehab, right? Or, so I, I, I might be saying it wrong, but yeah. Down in the basket off the side of her house. Yeah. So they flee. I can see Joshua in the army fighting. You know, it's like some some Titans clashing type of movie deal. Like how I read it is, is, is I'm seeing these visuals and then I just write them down. Like a child. And this is how I huh? like a child. Basically, childlike mm. faith. Mm. So I, I I see it like that, and then I'm like, hey, this will look dope. But then I don't let my my imagination run wild. I go to wise men, like my pastor or some of the elders or some of the mothers in the church, and give my give them my idea. Like, what would you what what do you think about this? Because I still want to. Because the Bible tells me not to go beyond what is written. So I mm. want to keep everything within context without adding to the word or making it seem more than what it is and people going in and looking for a narrative that the Bible is not saying. So my whole intrigue is to get you to look at the visuals on a t-shirt. And then when you start reading the Bible on your own, you go like, Hey, that's what that t-shirt reminded me of. And it probably will because it might have come from that story. What makes you, what made you believe in the Bible or like, well, I'm sorry. What made you pick up the Bible? Uh, that's a good question. What made me pick up the Bible was being fearful at the age of six, six or seven, watching that child's play movie uh, that I shouldn't have watched with my mom and her friends and, and being afraid of death. And then uh, picking on my grandparents because they were old. Cause I felt like once you got gray hair, it's only a matter of time before you did. Mm. And, you know, I'm poking fun at them like, hey, y'all about to get up. Y'all next. I'm young. <laughs> y'all next. You know, like Goldberg. Y'all next. You know, yeah. you're next, buddy. You're out of here. But me, I had all the confidence in the world in my youth. I felt like I was never going to grow up. I was always going to be this little kid, not knowing that they were kids at one point, too. So, um, now they're mm, now me pointing at them. I got them paranoid now because they weren't going to church. I didn't see any Bibles being read or asking questions like what's beyond this because I love living. I love being able to breathe air, see, and use all my senses and be a kid. You tell me one day, all oh, this is going to cease. So now my grandparents are a little paranoid and they're like, Hey man, I don't like my grandchild pointing and told me that I'm a die. What's after this? So then they bring in my uncle Philip. Then they go find a church, and then I'm I'm little in the church, but I'm I'm on the edge of my seat listening to this preacher. So then when my mom would go to work and drop me off over my grandparents' crib, boom, there's a Bible underneath the stand. I didn't understand the word that I was reading, but I just read it. And then you know, um, being in the church, going to Bible study, Sunday school, with uh, you know, with with uh, 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 other adults and kids, and having the stories uh, come to life. I still I still bring that aspect to the brand now, how I visualize what I see when I read. So that's a long winded though, but that's basically no, 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 no. How I got, I was... in, how I got into really reading the uh, word. Uh, man, so it took a collective of people, in other words, for you to believe. And you know, you can you speak on the fear you had because I think oftentimes the fear of God and just Fear, period, kind of uh, gets mis uh, misrepresented. You know what I'm saying? It gets. Yeah. Well, my fear was the fear of death. That's what drew uh, me and my family to the Bible. Um, I I didn't. I don't want this thing to ever cease. You know, because uh, it's different. You know, 
because when your family doesn't have answers for you, then where do they go for a standard? Mm. Like, what's going to comfort you? You know what I mean? So I didn't want any fairy tale lollygagging or anything, too. Like, okay, because my grandpa would always watch uh, westerns. You know, when okay. I was when they would watch me. Clint Eastwood. So when I would see these guys get yeah, Clint Eastwood. So when I would see these guys get shot, all right, how come they're not getting back up? You know, Papa. Oh, they're dead. Okay, where they go? And then they can't answer that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, so where they go? Then you watch other cartoons, and, and let's be clear, there's so many people. People don't really realize though when you watch different movies and different genres, they're all giving you their ideology of what they think the afterworld is without really giving you a foundation of where they're getting the ideas from. Right. So you're pushing what you may think. Even even now, man, you know, Jay, you and I watch a lot of anime, man. So those Japanese people and Asians, man, they believe in different things and different ideologies, definitely, too. Definitely. You know, so, like, when we watch a cartoon like Naruto, you know, you got a guy like Pain or Itachi, man, that can, or Madeira that can run around and cause all this confusion and heartache and murder but yet they still beam up and go to some place. And what killed me is when people die, they automatically go to heaven. They automatically have wings on. Well, how do you know where they're going? You know? And when I go back and I hear the word, Jesus say, hey, you know, you can tell a tree by its fruit. So I'm going to look at the person's life. I'm going to look at their life as a tree. I don't see any mangoes or bananas or anything hanging off of that. You know what I mean? So does this tree get cut down and marred and, you know, sawed down and thrown into the fire? Like, what happens to them? Mm. Those were the questions that I used to ask. You know what I mean? So now going back to, like, what, you know, what, what the fear is, there's a few types of fear. I have a fear of death, but now I no longer have that. I have more of a reverence towards God now. Because the Bible says, you know, it's a terrible thing to fall into the living hands of a true living God. Or he also says, too, fear not he who can kill the body, but fear he who can kill the spirit and soul in hell. Amen. So that always stuck to me. You know what I mean? Like, what's after this? And people who listen to this, you got to understand, everybody dies, but it's individually. You know what I mean? So you're not going to stand in front of God with, with your Facebook followers or your Instagram followers. It's, going to be, it's only going to be you and him. And for those that do pass on that we admire, whether that be a certain rapper or artist or musician or athlete, they can't open the door and come back and tell y'all, hey, guys, it's real on the side. Straighten up. It's over with for them. So it's going to be a surprise for everybody that does pass, whether you want to believe in it or not. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's why I don't really get the agnostic or the atheist, because you have to borrow my worldview to argue against me. If you believe that things just come out of randomness that were from fish to philosopher or just, you know, uh, primary mortal bags of ooze. Okay. Why believe in anything then? You might pop up in Alaska or a horse might pop up in your living room. Anything can happen at that point. You know what I mean? So what, so there should be no standard in your head. You shouldn't even care what I'm listening to, but yet you can't help but use the laws of logic, the laws of non-contradiction. You know, you're going to listen to consistency Everybody loves harmony and music, you know what I mean? Like, you never hear, you know, like when you hear a, a symphony play, everything flows together, you know what I mean? There's a reason that we're wired that way. You know, why Why isn't our mouth on top of our heads or our ears or, or our ears and nose switch spots? You know, everything's detailed and because we serve a being that is powerful, omnipotent, omniscient, and all-knowing. That's the standard, you know. We serve the spirit, and we call that God. You know what I mean? So, 
that's where the reverence and fear comes into now. So I'm going to submit to him. So when I say Jesus Christ is my Lord, he has complete control over my entire life. And I don't choose him, he chooses me. He's not lost. And that's John 6, 44, if you want to read that. Check out the Amnesty video on our page. I might have to rerun it. You might have to repost yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Man. It's been but, a long um, minute. It, it has, man. But yeah, but that's that's where some of the uh, intrigue has come from for me mm-hmm. personally in my life that has brought me to this place now. Mm, amen. Thanks for sharing that. What would you, um, if you were to recommend anywhere to read for like someone curious in the gospel, what would you lead them to? Book of John. Read John. How come? And the reason why I, I picked John is because Jesus was direct, because each gospel represents a different characteristic of God or a different viewpoint. You know, it's like a car accident happening. You hear this big boom or this big clash of vehicles and people stop and turn their head. Well, if you pause that frame, you have different views from different spots that witness the crash. And some people might have a different piece to what happened. So most people are like, well, this gospel says the same thing as this gospel. It doesn't matter. Read it because there's different perspectives and different viewpoints from each writer that's, that have walked with Jesus. But I would say John because John is what the Bible says is he's, he's the one that's always leaning against Jesus. You know, the one that Jesus loved the most, that's John. So um, John has a, a has a certain way of pulling out gems and giving you true theology of what the Bible is and what God is about. Because um, you, you read about all three, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit within the book of John as well, too. There's so, so much meat in there. So I would challenge you not even to read every chapter, just study the first chapter. Get you a concordance, you know, get you a commentary and really break down, you know, what it says, you know, in the book of John. And that's what I normally do, man. Amen. That's good stuff, man. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for yep, freaking no problem, sharing. Man. Let me get a hand and clap for that, man. I'm hoping I hit the right button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a, get, get a clap for that boy, Courtney. <clears throat> I'm about to choke with these peppers over here. <laughs> I'm over here choking on these peppers. Oh, my goodness. It's not even that hot. Yes, Nick, please, water. <laughs> <laughs> I would have seen the, the water gesture Nick gave. It was so calm and non non alarming. Like it is, bruh. I can't even explain it. <laughs> oh, what you about to say? Oh yeah, but I would say, man, for those that are listening, though, man, like um, you know, it says uh, the deity was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Um, he was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. That's deep, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, that means Christ created everything. And it goes, you know, because for me, I'm the person, I don't I don't like being played, man. You know what I mean? I don't like people selling me no dreams, no fairy tales, no sugar falls and gumdrops. Give it to me straight. 99 chaser, no, no chaser. 99% proof, no chaser. That's how I am when it comes to the truths of God. So, um, you know, we talk about the, because, you know, you have so many non-Christian cults that will tell you things differently. You know, uh, you got to come, you know, you got to come here into the confession before you got to pray to this woman. And this, I'm like, no, nah, the word don't say that. Or maybe we can send some people over to help pray with you. You can understand. Nah, God gave me a brain between these two ears. He gave me, you know, 
I, he gave me the laws of logic. I know how to comprehend. I know what I'm reading. And he'll give me uh, shepherds after his own heart. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To break this word down to me. So there is no excuse. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, start with John chapter one. You don't even got to jump to chapter two. Just read chapter one. Anything that pops out, man, we'll Google it. Look it up. You know, what does this mean? You know, who is he speaking to? Look at the background of that text and just really get some meat out of it. Yeah, amen. Amen. We got about yeah, man. we got about twelve minutes left, man. What you wanna rap about now, man? Oh, you know, I was um we we had a good time, man, about a couple hours ago, man. You know, some shots was thrown, bro. And um <laughs> You know, shout out to my homie Dante Jordan, I did, man. He uh, texted me right I, now, I, man. Oh, uh, he did? Yeah, but I you know, it's about family because uh I get on that in a minute, man. Hold, go ahead and uh go ahead and break down, man. Actually, let me start it because I seen him first, man. So what? uh let me start it, man. So we got a dude named homeboy named Dante Jordan. He's a waiver. Three sixty waves to my uh my followers. I don't know what that is, man. It's a hair pattern, you know, uh African Americans. We, we rock that most of the time. You know, not even most of the time. That's our thing, man. You know, your waves. It's a, it's a status thing amongst our peers, man. It's a status right. thing. You walk in the shop, you know, I take that that do-rag off, and that's what a do-rag is for. Lay your hair down. You already know what's under there. And if not, you got to give you the head shake, bro. Oh, you ain't you got a do-rag on. You ain't got no waves. So anyway, you got the Jay Z going on for the a, Blueprint album. Yeah, bro. you just rocking the do rock for style, man. LeBron James, yeah, LeBron, I'm no. his name, LeBron. LeBron, he no, he ain't got no ways, no man. You got a wave cap on for him, man. Yeah, oh, man. I know he's covering the black ice, man. But go ahead. <laughs> that that Beijing, but uh, yeah, that Beijing, man. But yeah, so I see Dante at breakfast at the church. I said, oh yeah. Let me instigate. I just felt. I just wanted to instigate. You know what I mean? I wanted to instigate. I said, I told him Dante, I'm gonna take a picture and send it to Courtney. You know what I mean? And I say, no, I posted it. You know what I mean? Did what I did. That's all I cared about. I'm about to start this. What my reason? Why did I instigate? Why? Cause man, this is what I think, man. This is what I think. I think Courtney being he been he been off lately, man. Y'all don't know the Courtney I know. Courtney has been off. Courtney is my arch nemesis, man. He's Gary. I'm Ash. Okay? Pokemon references. Look. Right. Courtney, I don't have waves. I got dreadlocks. Okay? Courtney been off. He tried to start stuff and get himself going with our homeboy, uh, Xavier. He too cool, too chill. It didn't work. I see Courtney. Courtney feeds off that... Like, he feeds off of that trash talking, that camaraderie, that competitive nature. I know this man. I ain't heard you say a word in, the, in some months about the ways, bruh. I'm over here mad talking to my wife. Like, hey, Courtney, been off. You been off, cuz. You been off. No, I disagree, man. My I don't. My breath still been moving. Nope. My breath still been moving, No, bro. man. And that, that ain't through, that's what, I, what I'm saying. I ain't say you been off from brushing. You been off, man. I you, know what you're saying. You talk to X, X, me. I can't go there with X no more, man. And be, I can't, I man. know. That's what I'm saying. So here's me. Like, I'm about to just start something. I don't care what happened. I'm about to just start something. Told the wife. I said, we about to see where this go. It might not work because they both from Harding, but we going to see. That's my exact word to the wife. That's what I said. So I said something. Yeah, I instigated. 
Yeah. You at first you be quiet, and you did exactly what I need you to do. You said, when I see you in traffic, <laughs> I'm on you looking at the waves, the gym, everywhere else. That's the Courtney I know. Even X said, your, your trash talk is on another level. It is. You been and calm. And his is, too. Who, X? And his is, no. Oh, I was Dante. Dante's, Dante's is, too. Is too. That's why I said it's not the same, bro. I would have to live in Fort Wayne, bro. I'm just, look, man. I would. I'll probably get divorced, man, if I was in because I probably brush my hair for like seven hours a day, bro, just Bruh. to get at him. I can't be in that, man, and and, and talk trash to Dante. See, man. I'm going to want to pull up We on see him, that. Bro. We like, man, he been quiet. He brushing, but he been quiet, man. It's like Jordan hooping, but he not sticking his tongue out. It's like, that's ain't right, man. I couldn't, man. ain't right. Not with him, because he know. He know I would be on him, bro. I would pull up in traffic. I'd go to his job. I even put on the live. I said, man, I will I will find out where <laughs> what side of your house will you sleep at and knock on your window and ask for a wave check. For y'all that's I listening, are the I, waves on my life, I would literally do that. If you had a two story, I'm pulling up with a ladder and I'm knocking on the door. Dante, wave check, cuz. Winter, spring, oh fall, don't matter. I'm on the side of this house for a wave check. Because he oh know we'll man. go there like that, man. That's why I was like, man, Jay don't know, bro. I don't That's need to know. Like, you do need to know. Oh, I don't want to know. I, I just look. Bro, I just see you quiet. I would. I've never seen you quiet in anything. You didn't even say, bro, this is the I longest be you've been quiet. you while I'm doing that, though. Man. Cause you quiet. It ain't we, about me. We, we we just did a, a, a podcast like a few months ago when we had the Batman thing. He said, "If I go there, I'm not gonna come back." <laughs> That's how I feel about him, bro. That's why I shut it down, Josh. Because I'm not coming back from that. Fair. You just heard what I just said. I said I'm divorcing my wife. Oh probably my goodness. To go there, man. This, uh... I'm on. Cause I'm I'm gonna be the ultimate antagonist, bro. Messing with Dante, bro. I'll probably have a seven twenty by the time I'm done. Cause oh my pattern is five forty. He three sixty beehive, man. Oh my goodness! But in favor to him, man. We have been trading secrets and tips, man, for the longest, man. Because I tried everybody's regimen. Even my barber gave me one. I might need to see a dermatologist, man, because I've been beating my head. I'm being, I'm being completely honest, man. I've been patting my head. I'm not gonna say no female name because your wife got on me about that, bro. You back in the summer because <laughs> your wife, your wife gave that face like, ooh, we shouldn't have said that name. So oh, I'm not gonna man. say no names. I don't even remember, but boy. I went to school with in middle school, bro. Oh, like, it was oh yeah, I know what you're girls, talking about. It was not, no, no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't know uh, this one, guys. Okay, this okay, okay. She had a snap-on ponytail. You know, like, when they put all that jam and get the baby hairs on the side off, bro, and then <laughs> they got that little ponytail that, that, that can snap on the back of your head? I do She had one of them. It looked like a fish fin because it has so much grease at the end and it closed up. Well, anyway, we would be in class, bro, and all you would hear was this. We could be taking the test, and it sounded like somebody's clapping. And that was her patting her head, man. I'm oh, like, we're like, man, yo, why are you patting your head? It itched, and I don't want to mess my braids up, or I don't want to mess my hair up and get out of place, though, but it itched. 
So I'm like, man. So me, you know, I wasn't really waving back then. You know, I was just scratching my head and keeping moving. You know, boy thing. But as I got older and I and I got my waves back, I started patting my head too. Just and I and I and I'm doing that stuff now, man. I'm like, man, I got a dry scalp. So man. I'm like, man, what's uh, moisturizing? But my wife was like, you need a pill. A you pill. need to go see a dermatologist. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, what? No, they need to go have a, a, a go talk to my wife, man. <laughs> you don't need no pill, bro. She said I need a pill, bro. I was about she to said. say, are the waves that serious? Yes, but you just took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so like I said, my brush still been moving, but I'm talking about fam. I pretty much I moisturize. Uh, Maybe three, two times out, out of the day. And I wash my hair probably once or twice oh a month. Oh, my goodness, man. Waves on him, but, so they hate. No, waves on Swift, so they hate on him, man. Yeah, yeah bro. Man. So, so I, it's the Dante hey. Jordan, because you say, bro, you lucky I don't live in Fort Wayne. <laughs> That's let, all I'm saying. Let me but say this, though, man. Let me say this. Shout out to uh, Dante, man, because it, it was like on the real, on the real, it was just. It was good to see him, man. With his, uh, I think he got three kids. He might got three kids, maybe two. I can't remember. Ooh, uh, I thought he only got one. And, no, he had a little girl and a and a little boy that got definitely his child. Uh, they, that said, he was denying them, but to me, he looked like Dante, man. But no, nah, it just, just it's good seeing Dante. You know what I mean? You know we, the thing about fatherhood, man. You'll know guys for years, and when they sit, have a child. You'll see a whole different side of them. Like, man, I ain't no cuz could be like that. Like, just a, just a, a, a nurturing, protective, proud. Even though it can be madness, you know, baby crying and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. just you can tell he was just proud. Him and his wife, man. You know, and I said something. I said I like that teamwork because you know when they child did something, the wife said, "Don't be talking to your daddy like that." But, mm. you know, that's the marriage I like, you know what I mean? I said that in front of my wife, too. Come on, you know, that needs to do the same thing. That's my wife, by the way. But, nah, it, it was good seeing Dante in that breath, man, in that, you know what I mean, in that realm, that fatherhood. Fatherhood is something about it, man. Fatherhood of mm. whatever whatever immature immaturity you have, man, fatherhood, to take that out, man. So, seeing, mm. I've mm. never seen Dante like that because I, I ain't seen Dante in a long time. So, and honestly, I'm gonna be real. The last time I probably like kicked it with Dante was probably like in our past at a party, you know, maybe like I'm talking about six years, I don't know, a long time ago, man, at a party and we we there clowning. So to see the evolution of that man with his wife, I keep saying that, is especially for a black guy, man, taking care of his children in that breakfast, man, it was it was just a great sight to see. A great and he was there with another couple. And they was married. It was a great sight to see, man. A great sight to see. You know what I'm saying? And he, you know, he reminded me of you because I never forget, man. He was having, you was having a conversation at church one time. You invited me to your church like some years ago. And I think, yeah, it was just Kylie not the twins. And you were having a conversation, but you was holding Kylie like by the side, on the side of you, almost like a football because he, you know, he was being a boy. But, like, that's a good image of fatherhood. Like, staying calm. His son is just trying to be a boy. 
he having a conversation, but you handling him in a in a in a calm demeanor way. You're not, you know, spanking him and stuff like that. Even though I do believe kids need spankings, but that's a whole different conversation. But like what? that was that was my first probably real image of fatherhood because that was before I even had my daughter. So I'm just saying I'm 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 off on a tangent, man. But I I'm just excited. It was you know, and I said Dante. Uh, I did. I said text me. I meant DM me. I mean say text. But it was about that. Exactly what it's about, man. You know what I mean? I said, hey, on the real, man, it was great seeing you and your family. Beautiful sight, man. He said, same here, bro. That's what it's all about. We soul providers. I love seeing that. Keep doing what you're doing, fam. You know what I mean? That's that's what it is, man. Just me bigging up one father to the next. I see you. It look chaotic. If you don't got kids and you see kids crying and, you know, they might be, like, talking and, and... you know what I mean? It might look chaotic, but if you're a parent, an embedded parent in your child's life, it ain't chaotic at all. We got this under control. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I saw, man. It's just a good sight to see, bro. It's a great sight to see. Absolutely, man. Great sight to see. So shout out to Dante, man. Y'all go check him out. Don Teasy, man. Uh, D-O-N-T. <clears throat> Three three Z Y man, you know he he all about his waves and he gonna see fatherhood and he working out. That's what you know. Most definitely, you know he gonna he gonna talk a little trash, man. You know, but you know that's 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 the homie, man. Shout out to Dante, man. So yeah, yeah. I instigate and I do this at school with the kids. I instigate. I don't care how I look, man. And the kids that I work with, my athletes that I train, they'll tell you. I inst- especially if you got a brother. That's training with me. Oh, I'm instigating, and I only do that, man. One, two, two. Uh, I just like linking people together. I just love it. Uh, two, you know, I I just want to see the best. All right, what are you gonna do now? I want to see the best in you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I instigate a lot, like out of that pocket, man. Like I'll train the athlete. I'm like, hey, man, your brother said you ain't got none on him. Oh, what? What did he say? You gotta see. You gotta see it, man. Or I'll, I'll see when um, I'll have an athlete and his best friend to be in my in a whole different period of mine during class. I'm like, hey man, such and such said, bro, you can't touch him on these uh, on the on these uh, on this court. He ain't say that. All right, I walk off and throw my shoulders up, and I always get him. They be like, wait, he said that for real? I, I, and I'll be like, I'm just saying. And right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> I do that all the time, man. I do that all the time, and they'll, it don't come back, man. I had to go call him out. I had to go call him out, coach. I had to go call him out, Josh. You know what I mean? I'm like, what you do, man? I had to go play him a game of basketball. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, it's a game like that all the time, bro. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm, I'm glad you didn't go to Arctic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go either. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't go, man. Yeah, I, wonder, I, I will still be there. <laughs> I will still be there. No man. Oh, man, let's wrap this thing up, man. Any anything you want to wrap uh, close out on? Yeah, man, I'll I, I, I definitely I'll close this out, man. Listen, shout out to all of the listeners, man, that tune into this podcast, man. Where you listen? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Man. Shout out to Tiger Woods. Shout out to Tiger Woods. Oh, to Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods, y'all. He's back. Shout, shout out, out to, to Tiger. Tiger Woods, man. Fifth, what's this? The fifth master he got. Yeah, I want to say yeah, man. The Shut fifth the master, boy. man. He got that green he's jacket, back, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he, I'm glad he won, man. I, I yelled, man. 
Yep. You know, I was excited. But um, God bless every single one of y'all, man. Follow us. The Finish Works brand on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, finishworksbrand.com. Check us out for the merch. Link is in the description at Instagram, man. So God bless all of y'all, man. Once again, this is Milk versus Solid Food. Powered by the Finish Works brand. Until next time. Peace. Peace.